today because we've got observers in the studio, yeah, yeah. young people. That's right. And who are we? You're probably saying, who are these people talking? Well, it's uh, Tony Martin, the leader of the... Uh, Vegetables. Oh, okay. Come on. Pushing those buttons. It's uh, Richard Martin wearing... Of course. Of course, as always. <laughs> and in Cavalry, he likes to eat on a... During the course of the program. Those words spoken by our Prime Minister yeah. were actually recorded during an exclusive interview mm. on our rival station, PLPSFM. Mm. Oh, they're chasing us in the ratings there. Oh, that school of rock, Patterson Lake. In Victoria, that's right. And we've got a couple of the uh, the interviewers who... Hey, get, cue up some uh, fancy... Where's that music we have for each political segment? Oh, oh good about that. that. That's classy. Because that, uh, classy. that exclusive interview with the oh. Prime Minister that we put to air oh. a couple of months ago, that was actually recorded by these kids right here from PLPSFM. Who have we got with uh, us? We've got Hayden and Lucy with us. <laughs> It's just being carefully. I know he's got a lot of food in front just of him. Don't touch my sandwiches, kids. I'm, uh, I do bike. Now, you are the guys who spoke to the Prime Minister. Was he intimidated by speaking to you, do you think? Well, he looked it. Yeah. Did he? Yeah. Was he nervous, do you reckon? Yeah, a lot. A lot, no. Do you think that's why he said uh, Mariana instead of Marinara? <laughs> <laughs> What about, uh, did you have any questions that, uh, you know, his minders, the people who come with him, mm. said, oh, no, we're not going to let you ask that? Was there any rules that you weren't allowed to say things to him? Not really. Very <laughs> right. Wow. Who's the, have you had anyone through in the hot seat who's been too difficult? I think so, no. Yeah. Remember when you had Ed Cavalier through? Yeah. No, I don't remember. I don't think you guys were there, were you? Were you there the day we were there? You weren't there, were you? No. No. Were you in the playground playing handball at lunchtime when I destroyed the lot of you? No, I wasn't. Exactly. Mm. Now, are you guys uh, doing a regular shift at the moment on PLP or something? Not really, no. No, but we are allowed to go in anytime, really. Any time, Any time. Just well, do what? Just put stuff down? Basically, yeah. Is that right? Creative control. Wow. You don't have to run it by the headmaster. The principal, I think, stands here. Mm. He's saying I've got a free rate. Do what they like. So you don't have to go into a meeting after the show and uh, get notes on that guest wasn't uh, well-known enough, that kind of stuff? Never. Never. <laughs> do you ever get into any trouble? Have you ever said anything on air? And they've just gone, no, you can't do that, guys. One experience. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to tell us what happened there? Aiden, come on, out with it. Bit of bad language. Right. Yeah. I mean, bad, but yeah. Bad language. Obviously, we don't want to compound that error here. What did you? What are you know? What? What? Not. What did you say? Uh, what was the circumstances? Yeah, what was the context? Why did you say it? Wasn't me. Oh, it wasn't you. Well, who, who was passing the buck? It was me. Well, come on, Dobberman. Who, who was it? Was it Stan? The prime of the. Better not say. Better not say. Okay, we'll just call him Mr. X. Yeah. What happened? What was the show? Mucking around. Mucking, mucking around. around. I love mucking around. I swear during mucking around. You know? Yeah. And so that person not allowed back on air? Not after recent experiences as well. Oh, oh what what a serial offender. What a recent. Is that, is that person here? Please let that child be here. Is that Rex out there? Is that, is that kid that's been banned for swearing uh, out there? Been bundled into the uh, station's black thunder. Yeah. Yeah. Never to be seen again. Mm. Right, what were the recent experiences? What did Mr. X do? Changing the settings. Changing the settings. <laughs> well, making everyone else a bit lower and him a bit louder, that old trick. Mm. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's such an old radio trick. See, once you've mastered that one, 
That makes you sound the best, doesn't it? It makes you sound like the voice of God over everybody else. It's Richard Barton who's controlling the buttons there. Yeah, right, Rich. You're, coming, you're, booming, you're booming through the speakers right now. No settings changing whatsoever. Really, Richard? Yeah. yeah. Everyone is yeah. absolutely yeah. You know what you do? If, if you've got the Prime Minister in, right, and it's good, you know, going badly and you don't have anything more to say to him and you look at your piece of paper and you run out of questions, here's a trick you guys have got into, got to get into. Wacky sound effects. Works every time. Prime Minister refused to say what his favourite vegetable is. Just drop in a bit of... Hey, that's the guy. <laughs> what else we got, Rich? Oh, uh, that's, that's, a popular, that's a good talking point. <laughs> you just say, Prime Minister, I, I don't believe you. I think you're talking complete. That's a dog that's normally triggered by Brian Adams. Uh, Wow. Okay, what big features are coming up on PLPSFM that you guys would like to forward promote, as we say at radio? Come on. What's going on in that 10-block radius down there? It's a secret. Yeah. It's a secret. Wow. Wow, so the whiteboard is turned to the wall. (laughs) So the other stations are You've got to give us some what we call sizzle in the industry, Mm. just something that's coming up that you want to promote. Big people. Big people. Big people. Like who? Unsayable. <laughs> Unsayable. Who's that going to be here? Are you president of Iran? I'm a dinner jacket. <laughs> He's coming on. Imagine him on the hot seat. Man, fantastic. Into the bottom of that uh, fishing and enriching. Tell you what. All right. The kids for it. Well, we are going to be under Kim Jong Il. Kim Jong Il. Is he coming on? No. No. Chen and Noel. Ooh. Maybe. 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 We are going to get some bombshells from this kid, and that's coming up on Get There. Oh, this on Triple mm. around the nation. Good morning, everybody. We're uh, under observation mm-hmm. in the youngsters today. Yeah. <laughs> Putting a lot of pressure on those kids with their rap music, hey? Have you got some uh, fake applause for yet another one of the Prime Minister's interrogators on Patterson Lake mm. Primary School FM a few months ago? It's alive! <laughs> <laughs> Thanks very much. Seen very little evidence of yeah, that. Damn. Jeez, Louise. Uh, so, what's your segment, Eliza? What do you do on the show, on the on the PLPS? I was introducing, and I asked the Prime Minister who he would like to ask to dinner. Oh, yeah. He went on and on about Ricky Ponting. Special yeah. Bam Bang Yu Yu He wanted Yu he wanted Ponting uh, in his own wife. I don't know if I could pronounce the president of Indonesia's name. Yeah, it takes years. Yeah. <laughs> it takes years of practice. <laughs> We're up on a whiteboard mm. down in the border and just being wished. So we can say, all right, day. Boutros, Boutros, Gali, repeat after me. I'm a dinner jacket. Hey, uh, what about, did you hear when we uh, pushed the Prime Minister off a cliff? Did you hear that? No, I didn't. Yeah, we did that on our show. The Labor Party says, ah! Uh, <laughs> he bounced. Should have tried getting that clip into the studio. Exhausting. <laughs> you know, uh, we couldn't get much out. Uh, I must say, security's very tight. Hayden and Lucy told us nothing. What about are they scared of? Yeah, you well, know what I mean? Like, you guys have brought some sort of adult minders with you. There's the principal here who's got a, uh, a suit on. Probably got a gun. Yep. I'm suggesting. <laughs> sort of showing to the kids if they get out of line. I don't and think. then sort of your agent, yeah. who's somebody's mother, I think. She's somebody's mother who's Donna, who's uh, so, you know, telling you what to say. And what was she telling you off air? What does she want you to sizzle up, promote? Uh, she wants to, to tell that we've invited Kath and Kim onto our show as they're filming uh-huh. in Patterson Lake. And they haven't accepted oh. it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't call. Well, why not? What, did they give a reason? No, they just haven't called back. Uh, well, yeah, got to get used to that. Okay. Yeah. Any coming too. Oh, Kenny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, will he yeah. be, uh, that's Shane Jacobson plays Kenny in the movie. Mm. You guys seen that? No. <laughs> oh, okay, see another yeah. trick of radio. Pretend you've seen it. Pretend yeah. you've seen the film. Yeah. There's a lot of that radio. Just at the top saying it's a modern day Australian classic. <laughs> and then sort of laugh out of it. You won't know the difference. And then just mention yeah. all the jokes that are in the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, here's another thing. Uh, if you've got, uh, you know, a deficit of hilarious material on your radio show, hit the Foxtel 
and find those New Zealand crime shows. Mm. Oh, we love a bit of that. You guys have to watch TV whenever you want to license. Yep, pretty yeah, much. Do what you want at home. Within uh, a good time. What's the time? When is it bedtime? We're talking midnight. Nine o'clock. Ah, well, this comes on after that. Oh well. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I've made sure that it's one of the ones without too much swearing today. Too much yeah. swearing. <laughs> because we, uh, it's uh, police in seven. They basically just follow the cops as they pick up drunks in New Zealand. You wouldn't yeah. think it'd make for riveting television. Well, you'd be wrong. But have a listen to this bloke. Uh, in the middle of his interview, he just uh, tripped over a wheelie bin. It's a great sound. Have a listen. <laughs> Another dog handler is also on the scene. He goes into the property ahead of Gareth and challenges the man they find still outside the woman's door. He's a bit unsteady on his feet. What, what are you doing here? It's green from the scene. It's green. He's just saying you know people are with you. She's, she's, what's the first name's name? Me? What's the first name's name? Oh, no. Oh, no. Sounds even more painful. <laughs> 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 but, you know, I just love that sound so much. Mm. I just got the next minute of his interview and I just thought I'd drop that in a oh. few more times. It, it amused me after midnight. Fair enough, Tom. Check this bloke out. Swing against the wall. 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 Swing Do you know what the address is here? Yeah. What is it? The show show. Sorry. It uh, looks like it's a um, extremely one k mail that's come to the wrong house. Yeah, how did you get here? Oh, yeah. yeah. There's more strings. Sorry. Yeah, how did you get here? Oh, yeah, I'm sorry, John. Sorry, sorry. Sorry, John.
broken fingers, just giving the umpire the finger too many times. Any price for fashion. Now, uh, was it, Mitchell, weren't you the kid who asked uh, the Prime Minister the question he didn't want to answer? Oh, so, yes, I was. What was that question? Will you fly Garuda Airlines? Oh, he comment on that. Wow. Did you come up with that one, Mitchell? Yes. Yeah, good job. Yeah. With a hard-hitting journalism. We have some... Um, well, we've got some clips of the Prime Minister in action here. Some of our show is a little bit, uh, I guess the word is intellectual, mm. and it might fly over your head. Mm. Like, I don't want to suggest that... Um, should yeah. I grow a bit, should I? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. This might... Read some books, you know. You know, you really need to have uh, studied hard to understand this uh, satirical comedy. My message to the people of West Papua uh, is simply this... Oh, 
Hillary Duff's the perfect man. Oh, oh, the big gay. Oh, wow. <laughs> 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 now the big. See, that one's still, still getting, getting a run. <laughs> what you need to do is, if you've got the horn there, yeah. see, when you say that, you need to emphasize it with a sound effect. So yeah. give us that line again. That's a big gay. That's a ready to go. Maybe that could be your job, just saying that, cue up the horn, yeah. and anything we bring up. So just mention, hey, what about that emo music? That's a big game. Yeah. That's a big game. Yeah. You've already passed it, bro. Yeah. Sorry, mate. So people are over. Oh, yeah, mate. Mate. What's the new catch? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, mate. Things are that fleeting at radio. Yeah. Yes. Hey, do you want to play um, Time Tunnel? We're going to get into the Time Tunnel. Like, uh, what is something? that you guys remember from when you were younger that you're now down on and go, you know, I'm not interested in that anymore. The Wiggles. The Wiggles. The Wiggles, really? Dancing to the Wiggles. Yeah, you go. You look more like a Hooli Dooley's man to me, Mitchell. Is that about right? Come on. He's got a tattoo. Big purple bear. Oh, that's a big guy. You want that's how radio works. Okay, now. Hey, we right. are going to put you guys in the time tunnel and take you back to a terrifying period you would not even probably remember called... Kindergarten? Old... No, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's got the ziggies. We're talking about a time called the late 1990s. Oh, what a primitive <laughs> time it was. That'll be next. Well, what do you do? on Triple M where some of the uh, students from Patterson Lakes Primary School in Victoria, those involved in the radio station there, are joining us and giving us a few pointers, mm. ways to make our show better. Absolutely right. Who have we got now? Uh, we're now joined by Aaron and Laura. Laura, you were the first person to speak to John Howard, were you not? On your show. I was the first person to ask him the first question. Wow. How did you get selected for that? Are you a suck up, Laura? <laughs> no. What do you think, Aaron? Why did she go first? Because she got pet. Ah, <laughs> good answer. That's no, true. That's the kind of answer John, we're looking for. John Howard was giving you answers yeah, like that, yeah. wasn't it? <laughs> Back down the line. Now, we've got a song, yeah. uh, one of your favourites, Aaron. Uh, if you wouldn't mind introducing it for us, that would be great. Jenny, don't be hasty by a pale and a guinea. I didn't realise Paolo was Scottish. Yeah, there you go. But somebody in this room did, and that's Aaron from PLPSFM who's sitting in, and also Laura. How old are you guys? I'm about to turn 12. Now to turn 12, Aaron, yourself? I'm about to turn 12 as well. Oh, that's great. That is a fantastic accent you've got there. That is a beauty. What, do you know what a New Zealand accent sounds like? Have you ever heard that? No. Have you ever heard this phrase, Griffin's Biscuits with a thin bit of mint filling? <laughs> no. Couldn't understand what I was saying? No, I, clear. I had to change that when I came here. No. At customs. You're not coming in here talking like that. <laughs> talking about Thun Lizzie and Cool Ball. You're not coming on air. <laughs> Radio training. Oh, my watch. Yeah. Mm. Hey, we've got a sponsor here. We've got uh, the Nissan Navara. Oh, yes. oh, with its massive pulling power. We met one yesterday. They brought in a car because we're sponsored by this. Do you guys have sponsors on your shows? No. Yeah. Yes. Oh, who's, your sponsor? who's your sponsor? Triple M. Triple M? I don't think that's true, but apparently it is now. Very well, nicely. Thanks for the plug. <laughs> Good way to do it. I'll say it on air. Thank you very much. You're leaving with a giant novel to check now. <laughs> Uh, we had the uh, Nissan Navara people in here, and they brought one in mm. for us to check out. Mm. And, of course, we're quite intimidated by the Navara because we're not particularly blokey on this show. No. You're not going to deny that? Okay. Exactly. <laughs> Aaron, you meant to say, yes, you are. I wouldn't say that. You know, it makes you feel better. Here comes. Your silence. Fair enough. Here's a photo of us looking under the bonnet of the Nissan Navara. Check that. Does that look like blokes who know about cars? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we are trying to look as tough as the Navara. How would you describe that picture? Weak. <laughs> Weak. All right. Oh, you want to arm wrestle, Laura? Is that what you want? All right. Thank you. Hey, I've been, uh, there's so many kids in the studio, they're all slipping me bits of paper. I've been told to ask you guys about what happened at Camp Warabinda Red Faces. What's going on there? Aaron? 
Um, well, I called a few jokes. <laughs> and how did they go down? Fine. Yeah, you want to give us one now? Uh, Miss McCauley and Mr. Wilkins fell off the roof. Who would hit the ground first? Who? Mr. Wilkins, because Mr. McCauley would need to stop and ask for directions. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be asking for more of those as the show proceeds. <laughs> 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 Mr. McCauley has been zigged. Take that. Are you allowed to do that kind of material on your show, on your station? Um, I haven't been on the station, but oh. I don't have camp, and I got a point off because I was oh. making fun of Miss McCauley. Oh, well, it'll be about 10 points off now. Yeah. I like that. You'll be missing most of lunch hour, I'm guessing, for the next week. <laughs> no. Yeah, not my work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stand up to Macaulay. Hey, we like to do something here called Talkback Mountain, and uh, we have a man all chained in a dungeon somewhere at Triple M. His name is Matt Dow, and his job is coming up with things like this. <laughs> Mr. Marsden, do you recognise it? It's out of touch by Hall of Notes. That's a big guy. <laughs> Where did that voice come from? Again. It's coming on. on. Someone from earlier in the show. Mm. All right, uh, music. Now, what do you guys like to listen to on the iPods and things like that? I like a lot of music. Yes, for example. Cat Dolls? The Pussycat mm-hmm. CD. Joe Richard was there. Uh, I got down to the last two to be the new Pussycat Dolls. Yeah, I did. <laughs> but the movement class knocked me out. <laughs> well and truly. What we want to talk about today is we're going to shock you kids and we're going to shock all those kids out there with news of what life was like in the past. Dark ages. Yeah. In the time before the internet. Can you imagine such a thing? A time before mobile phones? Boring. Boring. What was life like in the old days? Ah, uh, halcyon days. What you do know? you remember? What are some of the things we don't uh, have anymore? Do you guys have slip and slides? Yeah. You do? Well, hang on, Steve, what is it? Uh, did you make it yourself? Is it just a sort of, uh, you know, a poorly crafted tarpaulin in the backyard with dishwashing detergent poured all over it? No, you buy them at the shop. Well, <laughs> maybe these days. But in my day, it was just a hessian sack <laughs> with knives all over it that we had to slide down. Yeah, that's terrible. Surely, with water restrictions, the uh, slip and slides have all been uh, brought in in some kind of amnesty. Sand and slide. <laughs> <laughs> what about this? Can you imagine just trying to entertain yourself with a wooden buzzy bee on the end of a string that when you pull it along, the wings rotate. Can you imagine that? No. That no. is what life was like in the <laughs> 1970s. That's all the world. It was just that and something called Star Skinner. That's all we had. What do you remember, Mr. Marsden? The Viewmaster. View, would you know what that is? No. The, what was the Viewmaster? It was sort of a pre-Game Boy entertainment system where you put something up to your eyes like a pair of binoculars. I think maybe you can even still buy them. And it was a slideshow and you'd press a button and you'd have different uh, photos from Disney films and uh, enjoyable yeah. activities. 3D. Yeah, in 3D. We had the Black Hole, that movie, The Black Hole. Yeah. yeah. I remember yeah. the, what's the one, The Dragon? The Disney movie with the dragon. The Strange dragon. dragon. That was my favourite. The kids are totally bored. What are some things, tell us some things that you couldn't live without. You get up in the morning and you can't live without that. Couldn't live without a CD player. A CD player, well, even that's getting quite old fashioned. A TV. A TV. What's your favourite show? The Simpsons from Futurama. Oh, they are quite good times. They're pretty funny. They're much cleverer than the ones we had. Yeah, Yeah, because people always say, oh, TV isn't what it used to be. But The Simpsons, really smart show. What did we have? McGilly Gorilla. (laughs) There's no second level for that. (laughs) Great mate. What uh, shows do you like to watch? I like Home and Away. Do you? Yes, I do. And I like Big Brother as well. Oh, who's your favourite on Big Brother? Um, had to be Travis. Travis, yeah, he's my favourite. What do you like about Travis? Um, not really sure. I just like him. He's just uh, a piece of. We, we, our idea is to send him over to the UN, to the United Nations, to sort out international wars and disputes. Yeah, what do you guys reckon? A bit of rah rah rah. Come on, mate, get into the banana, have a finger, you'll be fine. <laughs> sort it out. He's a man of common sense, mm. doesn't he? All right, I don't think the kids believe us. They don't believe yeah. it was a time when entertainment revolved around the Buzzy Bee and the Viewmaster. <laughs> Come on, listeners, let's show them what else we used to have in the old days that we don't have anymore. Mm. Give us a call. The prize king is here. You offering prizes today yet? No. <laughs> See? 
That's how it works in big time commercial Stephen radio. Stephen King. Call now with your thing from the past. We don't have any more. One triple three five three. There'll be no doubt. It's my life here at this on Triple M. The kids from Patterson Lakes Primary School in Victoria are with us this morning because their station, their radio station, is our sister station here at this. We get a lot of our best ideas from that uh, fine yep. net- network out there. At PLPS, but uh, today we're asking. Uh, hey, before we do, do you want to have another joke from Aaron? Have you yeah, got a joke for us? Um, maybe one more. Go on, hit it. Um, there's a banker who works in a bank, and a man walks in and says, "This is a stuff up." And the banker says, "Don't you mean a stick up?" And he says, "No, it's stuff up. I forgot my gun." <laughs> <laughs> uh, midnight to dawn. I think that's what we'll start yeah, you off on. He'll be hosting Secret Sound in no time. Yeah. Uh, what we're going to do is we're going to try and shock you guys with what life used to be like mm. before you were born. And it's like going back to Victorian England. Who have we got on the line? Hello, Glenn. How are you? How you going? No, we're excellent. Uh, and what did you have back in the day that the kids may not know? Oh, back in the day, well, the VCR. Oh, the VCR. That's a big day. Thank you very much, Mitchell. He's going to take your job, Ed. <laughs> yeah, well, it's better than me, so fair enough. Yeah. Now, what, explain what the VCR was. Oh, very primitive. You can't even play. It, it, you can't scratch it. It's <laughs> uh, yeah. 150 kilometres of tape to watch anything. That's right. Do you watch, uh, would you have video recorders at your house? Um, yeah. But I would say that it's maybe a good one. I don't even think they're, they're, they're starting to phase out. I know you can only buy them with a DVD player. Yeah. You're giving them away free with Happy Movies now. Thanks, yeah. How much for a dollar? Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they're mildly shocked. Yeah, yeah, I guess they're still hanging around. I've yeah. got a couple more years. Lingering. Let's go further back in time. Lisa, uh, how? No? Sarah. Sarah, are you yeah. there? Uh, hello. Oh, hello. Uh, hello. How are you going? Good. Good, good. Tell the kids all about it. Uh, fuzzy felt. Oh, fuzzy felt. That's a bit gay. Oh, enough. Now, what, uh, kids, you know what that is? Aaron, do you know what fuzzy felt is? They're completely bad. Yeah, you're going to have to explain. Sarah, what was it? Uh, it's pieces of felt cut out into shapes, and you place them on a board where they... Try to stick themselves and you make a picture. Mm, key word was bored in that sense. <laughs> by the reactions in here. Look at that. Laura looks physically ill. Can you imagine spending a Saturday afternoon just sticking bits of felt to a board? Is, no. a we- is there a website where you can do that? Move <laughs> them with the mouth? Uh, probably. Uh, thank you, Sarah. No love. Hello, Mary. How are you? Good, thank you. How are you? Uh, we're excellent there. Uh, tell the kids all about it. Uh, there are three things that I haven't seen for a long time. The first one is the hula hoop. The hula hoop, yes. Next. The second one is frogger. Frogger. And the thirdly? Most importantly, magic sand. Magic That's sand. That's a good day. Right, what, uh, what do you make of magic sand, guys? They sell it quite a lot, I would probably say back in Scotland, but I don't know about... They sell magic sand in Scotland. Well, we've learned something today. <laughs> what was magic sand, Mary? Magic sand was something that you used to get a bowl of water, put the sand in, make shapes. You could keep it and it form the shape. When you tip the water out, the sand is back to being dry, so you could use it again. The kids are actually now asleep. I <laughs> <laughs> can't imagine. So what about uh, the hula hoop? That was just, uh, you just put it around your waist and you just did a bit of uh, dancing and bang. Hours of entertainment as the hoop circles your body. They think we're joking. No. <laughs> it was a real thing. We have hula hoops at school. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's part of the punishment regime. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know on the hula hoop. (laughs) Ah, Okay, well, what was the the other one? Frogger was a game, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. How would that work? Frogger worked by having a little guy that you had to basically move across the screen and not get hit by the bullets that were being shot. So you can play it on the road now with cars. Ah, well, we we don't want to encourage that. (laughs) But halfway through that description, I could see Aaron going, what a quaint relic of an earlier time. (laughs) Okay, well, uh, can we go any more shopping? Thank you, Mary. Hayden, how are you? Yeah, wonderful, fellas. It's a little dry up here in Brizzy, but... uh, Well, what level are you on to now? Probably 12, I think, uh... That's no, no whizzing outside. No. <laughs> well, you've got to bottle sure. it up in a tank on your roof. <laughs> That's the one. For the future. Now, uh, <laughs> what, what wonderful piece of entertainment are we going to tell the kids about, Hayden? Well, we used to have clotheslines up here. I don't know if you guys remember those. 
my primary school observing us today, and I've already said a rude word once off there. And you're looking at those kids from Patterson Lake, which is so much better than those kids from Chelsea. No. Oh, man. Alright, it seems to be in agreement there. They didn't, they didn't like my game with a hockey stick and a, and a Hills voice, but they liked the Chelsea gear. I think, uh, I think uh, Mr. Curry may have sworn just before. We go, we're going to get the sweet edge out today. Oh, yes. for a dollar. Yeah, so I might just take that one back. Thank you very much. Hey, welcome aboard, and uh, I guess you're sick of people saying how brilliant you are in the King. Well, we have had one negative one. Really? Oh, really? This guy, I don't know if I can say his name, really, but this guy can see. He called it a mean, bitter piece of work. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Might have been describing himself. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I'm not quite sure. Okay, well, I don't know if I agree with that. I mean, you're showing, uh, you know, multiple sides of a person who was known to be a complex individual. Yes, indeed. But that's the thing. We've had we've had 104 reviews to the to the contrary, or opinions yeah. to the contrary in the press. But uh, this one man, <coughs> Steve Price, hey. said uh, that you can't do, you know, it's Steve like Price, the, the dwarf, the dwarf, the dwarf tosser, as Mr. Lawyer to call it. But, um, yeah, okay, so, I mean, you've probably been asked every damn question yeah, I know. that you can be asked. Yeah. I've been asked four questions in, in every single interview. Let with you with oh, um, it must have been an honour to play the game. Yeah, right. yeah. And um, can you say, dug a hole? It's quite amazing. No, Joe, this one place in, in Newcastle. They, I had a, I had a ten minute phoner, yeah. right? That's what we call it in the business. And not one minute was about the king, and nine minutes, no jokes. They were just chucking lines from the castle. <laughs> it was amazing. What did they want? You, well, did, you to do the lines? Yeah, pretty much. And they started setting me up for gags. So at one point, the guy goes, he goes, so uh, Steve, um, me and my mate here have uh, we've got a bit of a greyhound syndicate, <laughs> and um, we want you to come in as a partner. Wait for it. Uh, it's only going to cost you two million dollars. What do you say to that? <laughs> <laughs> I knew where he was headed, and I said, "Oh, I'm not interested." He goes, "No, you mean to tell me I'm famous?" I said, "That's not my line." And can we just talk about something that's happened in the last eleven years? These kids here weren't even born when that happened, and now they're all walking, talking people. That's right. See, I tell you what, the. Uh they mystified looks when we're mentioning the name Graham Kennedy. I mean, we didn't. I'm from New Zealand. We didn't have Graham Kennedy over there at all. And I came here in '85, and as far as I'm concerned, he was the bloke who hosted the show where they just showed clips from British comedy shows. Oh, so right. that Graham Kennedy's World of Comedy. There you go. And then they would show on the Logie. Well, kind of like Gilbo show. Yeah, it was doing a Gilbo style deal. Okay. But, uh, but you know, you would see on the Logie stuff of Graham Kennedy, and it would be his desk blowing up and covered by. And I couldn't, I'm going, what is the fuss about Graham Kennedy? And then Pete Smith sent me an uncut episode of uh, In Melbourne Tonight. Mm. And what you realise is it's not all things blowing up. No. The it's a guy sitting at a desk for two hours trying his darndest, trying to make <laughs> something out of nothing. It, it's unbelievable. And we, we went into nine and we just went through their dusty archives. I've never seen this room. I've, I've, I've mentioned this a couple of times. This is another question. Yeah. What was your research? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we walked in this room and there's a, there's a bunch of boxes and they've all got these dusty old pneumatic tapes in them yeah. and they've got no labels on them. Oh, so you just kind of reach in there and go, whatever, and you put it in. And, <laughs> yeah, you do. And you put it in and, yeah, invariably you get a night that Graham wasn't on, or the audience just wasn't on, or you know he didn't want to be there, or yeah. whatever happened. And that, that's the best stuff. That's the most interesting stuff. Just watching him sitting there for eight minutes yeah. with a box of cereal, trying to think of something to say about Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And everyone else, you can see everyone else just off the side of the camera, just going on your own. But that was—that is the gold of Graham Kennedy. Yeah. And unfortunately, it's not the kind of stuff that lends itself to a snappy. Kind of a package. No, that's right. And I actually asked Bert, there you go, drop your name. There you go, like Andy Sampson or whatever. But I was speaking to Bert uh, a couple of years ago and I said, I love the um, 50 Years of Television special. And he said, um, yeah, well, that's what you get if you put 13 years of television into two hours. You are, you are going to end up with some brilliant gear. Yeah. Are you you basically, well, I just said in the last five minutes, into a second, you're probably going to laugh. Hey, we're going to have to play some music at some point, and we've got plenty more to talk about, lots to talk about, and we want to quote some great lines from the Castle Bank today. <laughs> I'll get this. Straight lines here at Triple M. Stephen Curry is with us today. He's mm. in the King, the story of Graham Kennedy on TV One on Foxtel this yes. Sunday night. Now, were you always going to be the king? I mean, did they, when they um, wrote it? I, I, there have been two incarnations that have approached me before. 
and offered me the role, and they've all fallen over. Right, right. And this one, they offered me the role, and then they got the money up, and then the people who put the money in said, mm, I don't think that kid from the castle can do this. <laughs> really? So I had to audition, and so they got all the bug-eyed guys in Melbourne. Because <laughs> I, I heard Richard Wilkins was in line for a long time. Dickie Wilkes. Well, he got it down, he got it down, you know, they, they, they whittled it down, they said, nah, eyes aren't big enough, eyes are too big. <laughs> uh, you got it, there's a fine line. So it got nice. down to me and Alex Mitriati. <laughs> and it turned out he was too tall. Hey. So, uh, but, uh, but I was actually slouching, so don't tell the producer. <laughs> but yeah, so I kind of, in the end, I got it. And I, and I reckon a couple of days before, they probably got cold feet and wanted to audition, you know, someone else. There was all this Chris Lilly gear, but that's just because yeah. he's got bug eyes too. You know? There was a bit of Chris Lilly cool. It's a left build-up. Oh, that's like a street war between two bug-eyed guys from Melbourne. <laughs> and that's the way it worked. So, <laughs> so, them against yeah. each other. Yeah. But it's interesting because it's not... You know, it's not an impression that you're doing of Graham Kennedy. It's not like you no. like you would do it if you were playing him in a comedy scene. Check this out. That's the thing. It, it, it basically, we said from the outset, hey, I don't, I can't do impressions. You know what I mean? It's not right. like, that's not sort of what I do. But also, it's just that thing that they were talking about prosthetic eyes and all that sort of stuff. Prosthetic eyes? Yeah. And I just, at the very start, I just said, we're not going to do that because... You do. You turn it into a sketch. Yeah. You turn it into that. It's not about. It's about telling a story. It's about. It's about kind of paying homage to the man rather than people going. Oh, that was so distracting. Wow, he really looked But yeah, the scenes in it where you're playing the Graham Kennedy that people would see on the telly. So mm-hmm. you're sitting in the desk and you and you're obviously you know you seem a lot like Graham Kennedy in those scenes. But then there's the side you haven't seen. Well, yeah. And there's one scene where I reckon you're the most like Graham Kennedy. And it's probably the most private thing. It's when you try to get that bloke to get in the mood oh, yeah. and get in. And I watched the making of it, and they said that you had to shoot that a second time. Yeah. It was filmed in daytime, and everyone yeah. looks really pissed off when they're told, sorry, kids, everyone looks very unnerved when yeah. they're told yeah. that they have to uh, shoot it again. And yeah, I reckon it's the best scene in the film. Yeah, it's a good it's a good scene, but that was a problem. It was shot a day in, in the daytime, and it's hard to kind of believe that, you know, him doing a night show, that he would have time in the afternoon to just... Just chuck a dancer in the boot, <laughs> bugger off down at Frankston, which yeah. would have all been dirt roads back then anyway. Quickly just, you know, do what you do with the dancer and then come back and uh, right, on for the, the night show. So, yeah, reshoot. But that's, that's just a great close shot of you. Just You can see the machinations. And I'm going back. To me, feels like Graham Kennedy. Oh, I don't know yeah, why. Yeah, thanks, Tom. Well, you saying the rest of it was crap. Yeah, the rest of it was from there. Really. <laughs> the guy got out of right But no, and then there's the scenes at the beginning. We, uh, it's great to see the radio show stuff. Yeah. It's Graham oh. and a guy called Nicky Whitter, yeah. who was played played like Graham Kennedy. Oh, sorry, Gary McDonald. Yeah, so I made a fool of myself in front of Gary. I've always been a huge fan of Gary's, um, but he once played with Frank Zappa. Oh, Did you know this? Yes. He got up and he played um, he played harmonica. He played his blues harp with Zappa in Sydney in 1976. And I've, I've heard all these stories and I've never heard it. And I just the first thing I said to him instead of saying "G'day, Gary," I really, you know, love you. I said, can you tell me about Zappa? <laughs> and it was this really awkward, awful moment. He kind of went, he kind of looked at me as if to say, I've done other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it was like me with the castle gear, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, that was only 11 years ago. We're talking 31 years ago that he did that. But he was, because he was the king of Australian comedy in New Zealand. Because we never got Hoves. Oh, right. We never got Graham Kendi, but we got Gunston. Oh, yeah. And it was like, uh, it was revolutionary. Amazing. Because he was a guy who had a Bain Rhee on his set with pineapple donut floating in it. <laughs> that was something you didn't see on television. <laughs> New Zealand television in the 1970s was uh, hosted by people in tuxedo. Yeah, whereas, whereas it's all Bain Marie these days. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, the innovator. There's so much we could talk about, uh, but we've got a lot to get through. Yes. And why should Stephen be the king? Why can't everyone be the yeah, king? Yeah, good to be the king. Yeah, everyone's the king at something. <laughs> what are you the king of, listeners? Let's find out next. I am totally outraged by the sort of behaviour. <laughs> Yeah, this around the nation on Triple M. And sorry, I've just got so there are so many kids in this room yep. from Patterson Lakes Primary School, mm. and they've all got great 
fantastic. Radio ideas. Stephen Curry is with us. Hi, how are you going? <laughs> how are you going? Really raising the bar, I am, that's for sure. He's starring in The King, which is on Foxtel, 8.30 on Sunday nights. You've got to have a look TV at that. One. Now, not everyone has Foxtel. No. no. And if you still want to see Stephen Curry at 8.30 on Sunday night, <laughs> aren't you on another show at the same time? Uh, yeah, I believe I'm on road at the same time. So, you know, you can pick and choose. You know, if, you, if you're too much of a diet have Foxtel, well, that's all right. I'm going to mention another show that's on at 8.30. You want to watch The King and tape this mm. on the 8.30. ABC, yes. Sunday at 8.30, a new show called Life on Mars, which Fitzy from the Melbourne Cage put me on to. It's a top view. It's about a detective from the present who goes back in time to 1973 mm-hmm. and has to solve crimes as though he were on the Sweeney. I know it sounds terrible, but it's great. Okay. Have a look at that. I'm sure Stephen Curry will be in it somewhere. That's all the business out of the way. Let's talk about being the king. Are you the king of something in real life, Stephen? Nah, look, I'll, I'll say, oh, I'm the king of Hulk, the, the game in the backyard that oh, me and Bernie yeah. played. I beat him a couple of times at that. Uh, but no, look, I, I wouldn't like to lay claim to being the, 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 uh, the king of anything. I'm the, I'm the prince of cheapness. Yeah, um, really? Yeah, I, some friends of mine would call me the prince of cheapness. Okay. And no joke is too cheap. Under <laughs> <laughs> the right show. I've had some that cost me nothing. <laughs> What about you, Mr. Cavalier? The um, king of food? No, I'm the king of handball at Patterson Lake. Yes. Primary. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. You've got, you got the height. You've got the reach. Oh, well, that's what they said. Uh, uh, we played the, the grade six kid, and I played them for lunchtime, and I was king for the whole time. So, wow. I'm wrong. The king of, I'd like to say that I'm the king of lookalikes. Finding... <laughs> I'm, you're also the king of having a photograph taken during the show yes. today. Yes. 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 Really yes. starting to freak me out. Sorry about that, Ed. I'll, I'll put it away. Sorry, and we have less flash photography. This is a face for radio. I like to keep it that way. <laughs> Listen, I just this might be the last radio interview I ever do. I just wanted to keep something. Sorry, so yeah, it's up. I'm also the king of spotting uh, sound effects in movies and recognizing which mm. sound effects album they've got. Ah, very good at that. Yeah. A pretty obscure. Tony, uh, which one is a... You know the gas? The kind yeah. of the gas they always use in the... Use bigelows, etc., etc. You got it, Carrie? Just worked out. Sorry, I'm sorry. I, I know this is off the topic. I've just worked out what I'm the king of. What you, you just mentioned it. What is that? Knowing where boobs appear in movies. <laughs> no. Flying high. Jokes. Flying high, she bounces across the screen. Yeah. Thank you very much. Flying high too, they go through the x-ray machine. Yes, they Thank do. We had an analysis is going back to school. Oh, I'm not a porky's efficient. No. More of a porky's too, man. No. <laughs> <laughs> we had at our school, somebody distributed a, uh, well, we didn't have a photocopy, a gastetnid list. Oh. The gastetnid, the old ink purple yeah. Mally yeah. ink machine. Yep. Yeah. A list of where you could find said boobs in which oh. film. At what point? Somebody had timed the film because this is the pre-video did era. They, did, they have, did they have the film Private School? No, that's Private Phoebe Cates. because there was a, it caused, she's a cause to stir uh, when it was on because it got, rep- got repeated for some reason like a couple of weeks after it was first on. Wow. And everyone sped up because apparently there was a horse riding scene <laughs> where a girl's top <laughs> fell off. Sorry. It was amazing. We are providing uh, a very right. boring dumbass for the kids yeah, and right. we have a round of applause for Jack who's hey. One of the cast uh, members of PLP. There he is. No applause at all. What did you think of the on Finger? My yeah. pinky? Yeah, how did that happen? Playing mini football up in the front room. Yeah, the way. The age old problem. Very fun. And are you the king of something at your school? Um, Basketball. I like basketball. I'm not that good. I have a I heard a rumour that you're the king of girls. No. Someone yelled out that you were the king of shortness. No, that was Brady. Well, Richard's the king of short bus. It was Brady. What is Brady the king of? I'm shortness. Shortness, man. Cop that Brady. Back your face. Whoa. Turning into a thunderdome in here. Are there any other kids at the school who would be described as the king of something? Not really. No, no one in this room? Oh, probably Maxwell. Yeah, what's he the king of? James, king of the cockiness. Oh, king of the cockiness. Is that because James told me just before oh, we went to air, he's the king of hairstyle? Yeah. Well, there's a few. That's pretty cocky. Really? Yeah. A few, few contenders, is there? Yeah. Gee, if you announced yourself as the king of hairstyles in the 70s, you'd be beaten to a bloody Sweetie style. <laughs> wasn't the go in those days. No, 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 no,
I know we want to get to something. Have you done this before on the on your junket, on your publicity? No, 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 This is now the fifth question that we've uh, encountered. So this is going to be great fun. All right. What are you the king of with this? Anything at all? You know what we like. One triple three five three. The All With Wing Connection. Let's get this around the nation on Triple M. Stephen Curry is with us. Hi. Also on the panel, we have Jack D, not the comedian Jack D no, from no, England. No, 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 Jack D no. from Patterson Lakes Primary School. Yeah. Are you uh, picking up any tips to take back to the station, Jack? Oh, do. Yeah. yeah, like what have you learned? Nothing much. Yeah, yeah. I've, learned, I've learned to be funny. Oh, yeah. Really? How did that happen? <laughs> well, I understand you do have a fantastic joke. <laughs> Sorry, we've given the headmaster... Stan, sorry, the principal, pardon me, yeah, uh, the ability to censor anything uh, no button. It is a great joke, though, about, <laughs> <laughs> about a pool table. Okay, we're not allowed that one. No. Stephen Curry is the king, I think oh, you'll find, on Sunday night on TV1. And then it's on Channel 9. It will be on 9 later on in the year. This is the official line. Do you want to hear it? Yeah. Teddy one of the principal investors, mm. and Channel 9 also put in some money. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Stephen, isn't there like a, a theatre restaurant tour after that? that you're I, doing? Will be, I will be doing two weeks at Hunchback's Theatre Restaurant. Uh, <laughs> I am in the new production, uh, Brave Hump 2. Oh. <laughs> All hail the beat. <laughs> Who has got something? Who is the king of something else? Here? Hello, Elizabeth. Hello. Uh, what's, uh, what are you the king, queen of? Uh, I'm a descendant from Richard, King Richard II. Oh, hang on. Oh, hang on. Oh. Yeah, that's literally. Um, <laughs> what, so what is the linkage? Um, he had, um, he wasn't married, but he had a son, mm. and it's true that son. Mm, I'm more of a Richard I man. Yeah, the but, uh, his son people. was named Philip Falconbridge. Okay. Oh, yeah, that'll serve him right. That's how you tell him, Elizabeth. Is there any way we could check this? <laughs> yeah, it's down, because I'm a genealogist. I'm doing both sides of the family tree. Oh, okay. Do you get any perks? I mean, are you invited to royal stuff ever? Um, no, I've never... The family hasn't really said that much about it. We only found out about it about two months ago. Mm-hmm. It's not something you keep to yourself, though, wouldn't it? Yeah, oh, well, you know, it depends if you want to show off or not. Well, yeah, that's fair would. enough. And I, would, and I would get a scepter straight I, away. At primary school, I once told everyone that I was Lisa Curry's little brother. <laughs> really? So, I mean, I, I, I've taken anything. I'll take anything I can get. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, 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 thank you for 495 and line to the throne. Oh, can we go better than that? Joel, how are you? G'day, gents. How are we doing? We are excellent, sir. And what are you the king of? I am the king of the mullet haircut. McLaughlin's about to call up. I tell you, Billy Ray Cyrus and Chris Franklin have nothing on me, and they're part of my fan club. Now tell me, Joel, how much uh, how much party on the uh, sorry, how much business on the top is it compared to the party at the back? Mm. Well, I tell you what, I've had it for about twenty six years. This haircut, really? How long's that back? It goes halfway down my back. Oh, and how tall's the top? But mate, it, it is it is. It is big. Bigger than David Bowie had it in the 80s. Really? Is it, uh, is it of suede dimensions? Would you say that? Well, yeah, probably, probably a lot more. It takes me an hour to stand in front of the mirror to do it each day. <laughs> you wouldn't be able to email a photo of that to the station by any chance, would you, so we can get some sort of clarification on this? Well, I could actually. Yeah, please do, Joe. Hey, uh, we're about to do work. What's your job? I'm actually a uh, Garbo. Oh, okay. Mullet it up, Garbo. Good job, son. Uh, thanks, Joel. Well done. Hello, Daniel. How are you? Yeah, good day. Uh, what are you the king of? Uh, useless trivia. Yes. Oh. Did you provide us with an example, your lordship? Well, I think Lebowski. Um, John Goodman's constantly telling Steve Buscemi to shut up because um, Steve Buscemi's character in Fargo was talking too much. Oh, there's a new link between two Cohen brothers. Good on you, Daniel. All right, he can be the king. Yeah. Can I also tell you something that you guys would like on YouTube as well? Yes. Yeah. Um, search for Teenage Mutant Ninja Lebowski, and it is Lebowski's dialogue that is synced up with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle cartoon. That is three months well spent somewhere. (laughs) Somewhere. Congratulations. Richard Bartlett is bookmarking it already. Can I just ask Jack, what what movies do you like? Oh, I... Some scary ones, some oh. funny ones. Oh, what would be a scary movie? Forky 3. Something 3. <laughs> Scream? Yeah. Oh, you like to watch Scream? Yeah. 
Wow, Willy Wonka was a scary film, but I really Now they're on the screen. Yeah, absolutely right. Jack, can you do us a favour? Your voice is quite triple M. Could you say turn it up, please? Turn it up. Perfect. Do we need that? You get a job in the football department <laughs> very soon, my friend. Have we got any more kings on the line? Uh, hello, Pete. How are you? Hey, how are you going? Ooh, we are excellent, sir. What's your, uh, what are you the king of? I am the king of picking faults in neighbours. <laughs> what do you at got? At the moment, the thing that really gets me yelling at the television... Ben Lawson's hair? Is, well, no, a little bit further down, it's uh, supposedly uh, paralysed Fraser, whose legs move all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, thank that, Lawson. Uh, this is my friend Ben that plays for it. Now, oh, I don't know if I can say this, but listen, Pete. Yeah? There may or may not be uh, a plot development with Fraser coming up soon. Now, I need you to... Sorry? The wheelchair thing's never been done before. It's revolutionary. Yeah, isn't it? Isn't it? Uh, okay, all I'll say is to look out. The next time there's a big plot development for Fraser, look very closely at a special day of his, right. and then we'll talk again. All right? Uh, Right, you sure it didn't happen last night? Oh, hang on a second. Is he, uh, what happened last night? This is good. Sorry? If you go. Okay, on the wedding day. We can say that now. When they get married, you watch. Wow. Well, this won't cover a TV week for him. No, well, no. He's going to be a still shot so the legs won't move. He's not that pretty. All right, thanks, Pete. Time for one more king. Who's it going to be? Uh, let's go for Sean. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I like it already. We're excellent. Now, tell us, what are you the king of? I'm the king of clowns. The king of oh. How can you claim that? Uh, well, uh, many people have told me that over the years. Yeah, what, what's your greatest work, do you think, in that regard? Uh, I'd have to say doing a nudie run to a cabal ad in Gold Coast. Yeah, I don't know. Well, there's a lot of kings there uh, who've tried that. <laughs> <laughs> a large royal family. That's the... Uh, <laughs> that's the... Uh, Earls as well, I would have thought. What else you got for us then, Sean? That, that's been done. Um, I have to say, driving naked, um, I'm a truck driver and um, my, my friend has decided that uh, it'd be fun to drive naked, so I decided Sean, to do that. Sean, could I suggest that you're not perhaps the king of clowns so much as the king of public plum exercise? <laughs> 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 you're driving naked with a funny coloured wig and a red nose on. I mean, I'd call him the king of clowns. Good on you, Sean. All right, we'll call him the king, king of plums. King of plums. Case closed. Next year, we're going to be called up and kinged up. We'll be back with more in a moment. I'll get this. What I've done. That's uh, Lincoln Park here to get this on Triple M. It's a full bench today. Stephen Curry's still with us. Mm. And we can barely move for kids from uh, Patterson Lakes Primary School. Mm. They've got a, well, our sister station down there. And uh, Eliza. I've dropped a few horsies off the end of my parents' jetty at Patterson Lakes. That's there you go. Uh, Brigantine Court. You know what a horsey is? Yeah, cool horsies. Yeah, <laughs> see, there you go. It's like a bomb. Big splash. Yeah. Eliza, what have you learned today, do you think? I've learned that when you're in the Triple M studio, never put the headphones on while they're playing music. These guys love their music loud. We do. Yeah, there we go. It's because we're so old and deaf. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think you've got something else. You have you been forced to say something, or is yeah, just to say thank you. This beats maths and geometry. <laughs> and English. Well, thanks for coming in. Um, I mean, I hope uh, the humour hasn't been too sophisticated for you. No. No danger of that, I wouldn't have thought. No, that's why you had me on. (laughs) Well, it does get pretty highbrow here at Kids. We're accused of being highbrow. Yeah. Uh, you weren't here a couple of weeks ago. Ed, Cal Wilson filled in for you. Mm. Here's just how highbrow we get. Have you seen all the water theft uh, gear on the news? <gasps> There's like football grounds nicking water and stuff like that from tiny towns. Is that what you're talking about? In the tiny town of Poowong. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and there's been so much reportage of that simply because they just love saying Poowong over and over again. I reckon uh, they should add our sound effect. Poowong. Just <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you could be like Murray Tregoning during the news. Oh, yeah, that, uh, that would be a great gig. Going during the news, and every time the bloke says Poo-Wong, welcome to Poo-Wong, home of the Poo-Wong magpies and some very proud but puzzled locals. Where the water came from and all that, I wouldn't have a clue. With water being trucked into Poo-Wong in neighbouring towns, the authority is hunting down the culprits. Poo-Wong Football Club's president says he thought the club's dam was supplied by a spring. Many locals, though, say the real reason Poo-Wong was such a great footy ground is that this is a community which cares about its institutions. For all the suspicions, who wants fierce rivals and local reigning premiers, Nyora, can't wait to try out the surface. Christopher Steele, who wants? <laughs> the home of the sharpest satire on radio. It's this. <laughs> 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 